Hello, welcome to another another week of It's Fucking Personal with Katie and Bethany. Uh, and it is so fucking personal, and it's getting more personal daily. Every day, every, every minute. Day. Let's, let's jump right in by speaking about let's our... Let's talk about... <laughs> let's talk about our favorite uh, amateur musician about Queens, Joe Crowley. Yeah, so... You know, we, you know, I, I had said that I thought that his concession to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was like... Class act. Classy! You know, yeah, like, you know, class act. Born to run, it, it, you know, it was an homage, it was classy to, you know, an homage to her yes. campaign video sure. of like, women like me weren't aren't supposed to run for office and him saying that he was born to run. But we rescind all kind comments about Joe Crowley. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. So apparently he, he won the working families party, uh, party line for, for, um, Congress. So he, which I didn't look at the vote totals, but I would guess is like a couple hundred votes. Oh, who votes for on that line? Not a lot of people. You know, it's yeah. just funny. Cause. So he won. Good for you under that thing, which essentially means nothing. Cool. Congrats. And um, when the state head of the Working Families Party called his campaign to say, to ask if he would vacate the line, they refused. Yeah. They refused. Yeah. So him wanting to like corner her in the debate, being all like, I promise to 100% support you if you win, feeling like it was never going to happen. And, and, you know, now he's pulling this shit. Like, I'm so sick of it. Yeah, I'm it's, so annoyed. So, like to to get into like the 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 quick details of what what all that means yeah. is um, so within New York election law, which is like which some is of stupid. the most restrictive, and like there's Tammany all these Hall's like bullshit. dumb technicalities that they pull people out of, yeah. of races for, and um, so what one of the things in the state law is that. The ra- ways that you can uh, vacate a seat mm-hmm. is if you um, you move mm-hmm. um, out of the district or, or at, I think it's even out of state, because I don't know that you actually have to live in your district oh, necessarily. Okay. So to vacate the line, you have to leave, like, leave the state. But he lives in Virginia anyway. He could just Right, he easily... does, but well, I mean, why would he do that? He's the chairman of the Queen's right, 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 Democratic, right, right, right. Uh, the Queen's machine. So sure. but we'll get into that. Yeah. And um, so the other way that you are able to do that is um, that you can, they can take you out of that and put, and run you for a lesser seat, like something like circuit court clerk or something like that in like a very Republican area or an area where it's like just a safe seat. Did they put you down to be like the guy who hands out paper towels in the bathroom at like a nice restaurant? Um, like he could be, he could work at London Lenny's. No. You know why they can't do that? Why? Because government jobs are usually well paid and they would have to yeah. pay him, you know, would you like have a to start sir? paying would you you like know, a people who are doing actual work. Yeah. They'd have to pay him that. So, yeah. um, never mind. Thought I had a good idea. Okay. Yeah. No, it was not a good idea. I will shout <laughs> you down. It's not the first time I've heard that today. It's fine. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so the, the whole thing is like, he could just say to the Working Families Party, okay, yeah. cool, put me on a different line. Right. They, people do it all the time. Right. It's not like a weird, I mean, it yeah. is weird and yeah. stupid. Yeah, but those are the rules. Them's the but rules. Them's the rules. And like, no one knows better than Joseph Crowley. Joseph Crowley, you corrupt motherfucker. Yeah, no one knows better <laughs> that the like ins and outs of New York State election law. Yeah. So it's like, it's so... The stuff they've pulled over the years, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's so ridiculous so, for yeah. him to now all of a sudden be like, 
I'm just following the rules. I'm just beholden to the rules. So AOC took to Twitter and said, like, this is ridiculous. We've scheduled three concession calls. He has not kept any of those appointments. And now he's going to be on the working family's party line. And um, he's saying, you know, he, he said he would support full, like 100% the, the Democratic nominee. Yeah. And, of course, his campaign is saying, like, you didn't even give me your phone number. Just like he said, she said, BS, right. high school garbage. Um, but then he's like, I'm not campaigning. I'm not running. Oh, I'm on it. What are you going to do? But, like, knowing full well that a lot of people could go into that voting booth in November and see the name of the incumbent and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that name, and just tick the box. He could sure. be a Ralph Nader um, Jill Stein. Yeah. You know, one of those spoilers. Right. Um, Which I don't actually believe either of those people spoiled the elections. But, oh, no, um, no, no. But I mean, like, that, that complaint. That could be the, you know. But what's hilarious is that, like, his staunchest supporters yeah. are the same people who are constantly, at least on my Facebook yeah. feed, are constantly relitigating the 2016 election oh. and they're talking about like oh Bernie ruined it and yeah. like one lady said the other day like that's that sloppy scumbag Bernie Sanders <gasps> and I'm like just because dang. Bernard has a windswept hairdo do not call him sloppy yeah I was I was actually really pissed and then well that's a that's a conversation for a different day about yeah. that like, wild I feel like Facebook there's some underground anti-semitism there that's not kosher. Totally. Um, but uh, anyway, so like all these people are talking, have been talking about for two freaking years yeah. about how Bernie spoiled the election for yeah. Hillary, yet. He wasn't even running in the This general. guy is actually going to be on a line in this election. Yeah, so he's. He could. I mean, he could be a le- legitimately be a spoiler for this election, yeah. and it's also like it's not a presidential election. There's no electoral college type things. This is just a straight up right numbers win. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But um, something that I've noticed is all the people who, you know, like when the primary when we were so worked up about AOC, like the local people that we know, like a yeah. lot of them were just like, "Well, we need to come together and like Democrats need to support Democrats and." We all need to be on the same side, and you know everyone needs to come together after the primary. So yeah. now that the primary is over and our woman is won, instead of being like, "Well, we all need to unite and come together," and da da da, now right. it's like, "Well, Joe Crowley can't do anything that would be untoward to vacate the yeah, line," and it's like, that. "Give me a break!" Like, imagine if it was reversed and Alexandria had one working families party and right. refused to vacate the line. Would we'll be like, "What is our problem?" Right. Like, they would, yeah, it's yeah. it's so ridiculous. What's the so. point in having a primary if you're still going to get your name on the ballot anyway to try to win again? Right. Like, you lost. Sit down. Yes, exactly. I have a lot of feelings. Um, and so. I, well, the one thing that they are one of the many things that I'm like annoyed <laughs> by about this so many things. is that like, I really thought that like we could just cruise through this, the election for at least for that seat. Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, like no big deal, whatever. Yeah, and now no. it's like, well shit, now we gotta, we like, gotta go campaign again. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess we'll do that. Let's go, let's go back right? to Sunnyside. Let's get some more Turkish food yeah. campaign. It'll be great. Nice parks. We had a good time. Um, but so Joe Crowley went, then I think we talked about this on the, the other episode. We should get some sound effects. So every time we say his name, we press a button and it's like, Ugh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like a uh, talk radio or like drive Howard radio, or drive something. time radio. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll work on that. Like a fart noise. Yeah. I'm sure that's built into GarageBand somewhere, but I'll have to find okay. it. 
I think that would enhance the production plot. Let certainly us know would. on iTunes. Leave us feedback. Yeah. Your fart noises every time we mention Joe Crowley's name. Yeah. Joe Crowley. <laughs> okay. Um, he, so he, when, when she won, everybody who was like a Crowley supporter or whatever, the Democrats, the blue dog Democrats, yeah. were like um, acting like that she like chopped his dog's head off or something. Like, or like. He's thrown out on the street. That's democracy. He'll bitches. never work again. He's she's ruined a good man. He'll cry in his bed of money. I'm okay with and that. And it turns out that he will remain the Queens County um, Democratic Party chair because right. you don't have to be like he's elected to that seat, right? In a de- separate way, right? Um, so it's like he still is. Maintaining- Does the county committee vote on that? Um, technically, yes. Um, the only thing is, um, so, so anyway, that's a great segue into okay. talking about county committee. You're welcome. So, so we both, uh, are running for county committee. Woohoo! I believe that we will be uncontested, so we won't have, like, we won't be on a ballot, right. which kind of bums me out because I really wanted to see my name on a ballot. Yeah. One day. Um, but, um, but so... Um, hopefully it's a done deal. I don't know for sure because Mm -hmm. the board of elections is very convoluted and they don't give you good information. Um, but I do want to say big ups to the board of elections in Manhattan (laughs) because I mean, they must just have like really good pay and benefits or something because I think they do. They were so cool. Yeah. Like everyone I spoke to was super awesome and accommodating and like you never, I mean like at businesses. Really? Like, that wasn't like, our experience when we went to one of the county... Right, to brand, the Queens yeah, County one. Yeah, that was not a pleasant experience no. full of helpful people. No, but, like, in the Manhattan... I mean, they were just... It was just so funny to me because mm. it was like, they are just... You know, they're they're literally pushing paper yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. especially during petition. Right, right, right. Like, during petition times, like, people show up with these huge stacks of paper and they yeah. push them in a cart. Like... I was like, this is what paper pushers like are. Kafka. That's where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but they were like so cool, hmm. super accommodating. Every time I asked a question, they like they would find the person who could answer it. Oh wow! There was no time when they said, um, "No, I don't know the answer to that," and kind of like gave me the piss off, right? The brush off or whatever. Right. So wow, that's um, great. Yeah. So I just you know that's shout awesome. out to them. They rule. High five. Um, and. Uh, so, uh, we're, we're running for county committee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, So what is county committee, Bethany? Let's tell our so, five, five listeners yeah. if I'm being optimistic. So what, county what is county committee, committee? Um, county committee was started in order to hold elected officials, um, responsible, but not necessarily in a, um, in an adversarial way, mm-hmm. but in a, like, you're you're an elected official of like a big area, your assembly district, your mm-hmm. state senate district, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you don't know what's going on on right. the ground you level. You can't know. And so, county committee seats, the election districts um, are within the assembly districts, right? And the election districts are broken down by roughly 500 registered Democrats, okay, per election district. Okay, and like the lines get redrawn every single time there's an election. Okay. 
And so they issue this big document called the Party Call, Mm -hmm. which takes into account all registered Democrats um, by name, where they live, and then they draw the map to where they can encompass roughly 500 of those people. I'm like nodding like um, this is a video. Yes. Right? Tell me me more. (laughs) And uh, so you can run for your election district. Well, Mm -hmm. in our assembly district Mm -hmm. here in Queens, um, there were 158 um, available seats. Mm-hmm. And how many of those were filled, Bethany? 36. <gasps> boo. Yeah, big that is time abysmal. Boo. Abysmal. Um, so, I mean, what that means is that, like, oh, and not only that, they mm. were filled by 36 people, or 36 names, but a friend of ours called some of her friends that she yeah. saw on the list, and they were like, oh, I have no idea what that is. So yeah. they had been put on it uh, without, someone, their knowledge, without their knowledge, which is so sinister. So then whoever did that can vote for them by proxy right. in county committee elections without that person's knowledge. Right. And there's no way to track that. Yeah. There's, it's not like county committee minutes are easy to find. That is like dastardly. That is like cartoon villain level of messed yeah. up. But like, but beyond that is that. Um, I read the bylaws, which is just this absolutely boring Good document. Good for you, man. Legalese. That's why you're going to be an awesome lawyer. Yeah. Because you can sit I'll down and do that. Dumb, boring crap. And I'm and, glad to benefit from you doing yeah, that and right? telling me about it. <laughs> Tell you all about Thank it. Thank you. And um, it defines a quorum, which a quorum means enough people present mm-hmm. to um, vote on something. Right. So they, and, and, and all organizations members, that right? have, yes, and it's certain, it's, yes, it's a certain amount of members. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, so what that means is, so the, the quorum is defined as in this particular set of bylaws, 10% of the seated members. Right. So there's, there's about so, 3000 spots, but how many of those are filled? Like 800? So I think there's closer to, uh, yeah, maybe 3,200, right? Yeah. I think it's around 3,200. Yeah. But just for the purposes of math, right. if there's 800 of them filled, right. then that means that as long as 80 people show up, yeah, they can vote on literally anything that represents um, a, an organization that should yeah. have 3,200 members. So, so 80, 80 people, people are control- can make yeah. a decision for the opportunity of 3,200 people. I would go, uh, I would go so far out on a limb as to say that is undemocratic. It's rather undemocratic. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so anyway, Joe Crowley is the chairman of <gasps> this Queens County Shut committee. Me. Oh, I'm sorry. Joe Crowley <laughs> is, uh, is yeah. the chairman yeah. and, um, which the other part of the, these, this boring document, the bylaws, um, basically just gives him, the chairman, all the power in the world. He like, literally basically sits, it's he literally Game of Thrones. He sits on one of those thrones. It's made yeah. like human skulls. And it's like he can just make decisions and Drinking not consult the anyone. blood of virgins out of a chalice. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's just, I mean, it's, it's kind of a farce, but it's also like, it is protected, um, as far as like the rules of it are protected right. for people being able to run for it. Okay. So when I went to the board of elections, I went on uh, Tuesday and Thursday of this week because mm-hmm. the petitioning period, like the time to file petitions, the board of elections was Monday through Thursday. Right. And um, so I went 
And I got on Thursday, I got a list of how many people were running. So this was all the petitions that had been filed. Okay. And uh, so I counted them. Mm-hmm. There are 81 people. Mm-hmm. No, none of the races are contested. So that's Wait, 81 good. people for RAD? For RAD, yes. So for the 158 seats. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And um, so, but that's, that is great. That is great It's news. a step. Yeah, it's a, it's a step. It's better than last time. Absolutely. Um, so it's better than thirty. Yeah, but the nine people, the nine petitions that I submitted were the, literally the only ones. Like you can see when the petitions are filed. Okay. Like it literally tells you what time. Right. Okay. And they were all between four o four and four o six on uh, the Monday on mm-hmm. July 9th. Mm-hmm. So that means they were all on the same petition. So they were all the party people. Right. So they all did that. And so our nine out of mm-hmm. 81 mm-hmm. Um, were the only ones that were not party people, party affiliated. Um, wow. I mean, it's obviously party affiliated because well, it's the Democratic yeah, but Party. Not the but machine like, people. It wasn't the machine people. So yeah. um, I was really super proud of that. That's um, great. I got a little like t- choked up while I was at the Board of Elections. And it's like, it's the funniest place because it's not even... It's not even close to like an emotional place, you know? It's just very, yeah. it's an office. Yeah. And it's like, like if you and cried like, at the DMV, yeah. you know, I'd be like, it was, but it was really funny. I got a little choked up. I was like, this is, this is how you get involved, you yeah, know? Like I didn't, awesome. I didn't ask. And I'm really unapologetically proud of myself um, mm-hmm. because I didn't ask someone's permission. You don't need permission. Man. I didn't ask our Bufunova district leader to like, Sponsor me or whatever. All the eye rolls um, in the world. And, uh, you know, that just, it felt really great. And I, I'm, you know, I, I, it's so low level and it's so low stakes, yeah. but the fact that it has been so hard to get this information and it's get been crazy. This, yeah. That tooth and nail, like to fight, to get any yeah. of this. And I mean, info. I even, I even was like insider sabotaged on this project. Like it's just, there was many level. It was like an inception, yeah, inception and, level. And, of and like as dumb as this, I mean, not that it's dumb because I don't believe it's dumb. I wouldn't do it if I thought it was dumb. Right. But like as low stakes as, as it is, it's been a freaking struggle. Yeah. And so, I mean, not just from, like, people who want to keep this information secret, but, like, I have a friend who, like, totally, like, threw up a a wall Mm. and was like, I don't know. This might upset the party people. And I'm like, okay. um, They don't care about it. That's why I want to do it. Like, I literally wrote that. Like, I'm like, that's, that's... as good a reason as any. I know. Um, so anyway, the county committee. Um, yeah. So and I, I like. I think this is really exciting. And if all goes well, and like they don't throw out our petitions, and we actually get on it, right. um, we're we're talking about this. I think one of the main things that I would like to do is to because oh, let's talk about petitioning. So that was like a super interesting process. Okay. I thought I was. I was really kind of dreading it. Like where you basically get a list of all of the registered Democrats in your election district and you knock on doors and you talk to people and you explain what county committee is and you ask for their signature and whatever. And um, I I was not looking forward to it, um, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I found it like kind of a fun experience. And it was like we learned um, from Michael from Politics Reborn in his session about like county committee, you know, it's, it's building the infrastructure, building your own, infrastructure. building your own infrastructure. Yeah. And he's totally right. And I yeah. wasn't really able to like, I appreciate what he said, but it didn't really click until actually yeah. we did it. So, um, 
just, I don't know, like I know my immediate neighbors, but I don't know a ton of people. And, um, just to knock on doors and talk to people. I met so many people on my street and the streets around where I live. Um, and I had a lot of cool conversations and so many people, most of them had no idea what county committee is. And I was just explaining like, yeah, I didn't really know what it was either until very recently. And this is what it is. And this is why it's important. This is why I'm running and this is what it's supposed to do. And, um, so beyond the stuff about, you know, voting, uh, for like special election candidates and judicial appointees who are going to be in the ballot. Um, also, like like you were saying earlier, Bethany, being the eyes and ears on the ground. So if there's some kind of problem in the neighborhood with like uh, public works or there's some kind of issue with the traffic, whatever, there's some problem, people can go to you because they know you're the point person in your like right. few small block radius. And then you can take it to like the district leader or like whoever, like it can go through the proper channels to like get attention more sure. quickly because you live there and it's important right. to you. So um, people were like, really interested in hearing this and sure. because and it's um there was an article on the politics were born website written by a member of the queens county committee i forget her name and i, I don't it didn't say where like where she's from in queens but it was saying how basically the jobs that the district leaders are supposed to do but that they rarely do because they often have a higher elected official they often have a higher position or right. whatever um the district leader is not meant to be the eyes and ears on the ground either. They're meant to be the right. organizers of the eyes and ears on the ground committee members. Right. So you're meant to have 136 people out in the community doing this stuff, and then you report to the district leader with the stuff that needs to get done, and they coordinate right. that. They're not meant to be doing, like, this grunt, not grunt work, but you know what I mean, on the right. micro, micro level. Right. Because right. one person and can't do it all for an sure. AD. Like, it's too much. Right. So, and especially for when it's an, an unpaid position. And that's yeah. why, like, that's why county committee can can be really interesting is because this is, I mean, it's literally the, like, four blocks around It's you. very so an intimate area. If something, <laughs> intimate you know, area. things, <laughs> it's the intimate area. You know, you know what I mean? um, yeah, yeah, county committee's not that sexy, Katie. No, Come on, <laughs> no, be real. I apologize, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was just it was really cool to have these conversations. Like, I had one conversation about a neighbor who was very interested in like storm protection and like future hurricanes, and she had actually done some work in that area. And then um, I talked to another lady on my block who's like in her eighties, and she was telling me how she marched for for abortion rights in the sixties, and like I can't believe we're doing this again. And it was right before. He announced Kavanaugh as the pick. Okay. It was like that night at like eight o'clock. And she's like, right. he's going to announce it. Oh, TV. Oh my God. I can't believe it. And we're just like, she was like, we're just eventing to each other. Yeah. But so I went most but like, night, when, like, when are you ever going to have that conversation? Exactly. With this it was just woman like in your neighborhood, an honest, like real conversation yeah. about like real shit that matters. Like what's important <laughs> to her. And it was cool. So now, like, when I walk down the street, I can think, like, oh, that's where Barbara lives. She is really interested in, like, you know, women's right to choose. And if stuff comes up, then you can, like, communicate and share information. Sure. So it was awesome. Right. Right. And it's like a, you know, it's like a more official, it's an official organizing capacity um, as an organizer. So... With that of, like, what uh, county committee is, mm -hmm. um, I have recently kind of observed, and obviously this is all anecdotal, yeah. Um, but I have observed that a lot of people's activism um, has morphed um, and gone in a more productive direction than, okay. uh, than just, like, resisting the agenda. Okay. And 
are, are resisting the Trump agenda. Like right. that's what that's what spurred a lot of activists. Um, but I think that people are starting to see that like activists have been doing this stuff right. for a long time. Right. right so right. we don't need to just like. I don't know. There's still some like resistors, mm-hmm. hashtag resistance people mm-hmm. who are like, you know, I know better than activists who've been doing this for 15 years. Right. Um, of course those people exist, yeah. but I feel like there has been a little bit of change in the mood of like moving in a productive direction. What do you think um, was the catalyst for that? I, I do think that Alexandria's um, victory was the catalyst for that okay. because they're they had kept saying like, oh no, abolishing ICE is too extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, asking for Medicare for all is too extreme. And that's been the party line from the Democrats forever. Right. It's like, we're opposing the Trump agenda with slightly less horror. You know, it's, it's a not better. It's a better deal. Yeah. But it's not like we're not opposing it with like good stuff. We're opposing right. it with less bad stuff. Right. So it's, and, and that doesn't speak to people. People don't give a shit about that. Um, so that's been, yeah. I don't know, I have, I've kind of I hope, observed that. I hope that you're right. My fear would be that this is some kind of like media confirmation bias, like, because I go, I go on Twitter and we probably follow a lot of the same people on Twitter, but it's just, yeah. it, it is an echo chamber of like the stuff that I believe. Um, so I'm just worried that it's like the people, like, I, you know, I'm a very, like we've discussed this, I've been a very sore winner <laughs> over AOC's yeah. win. Like, not that I'm taking credit for it, but right. you know what I mean? Like, I just am so proud and feel vindicated. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, and I've been way more vocal with that kind of stuff. So I'm just hoping, I'm just, my dog is trying to eat some Chinese food, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping that sorry, this buddy. isn't just that voice in the echo chamber just being amplified because we're sure. pumped that our woman won. Right. Well, I think that, that uh, well, that's the thing. The, the lesson here to an intelligent person. I love lessons. Let's hear it. Right. But the lesson here to an intelligent person is come up with an inspiring policy. Right. And push that. Obviously, that's not going to be the Democratic Party line. And there's going to be people. They are not intelligent. No, they're not. They're really not. And it's like, it's just, they, I've heard, I've actually heard some really interesting, uh, like kind of where this came from. Okay. And people are blaming the West Wing because... Oh, what? I know. My favorite because, thing. Because, like, people in their 40s were really, like, brought up on the West Wing, yes. you know? It was like, that was their foray into adulthood and, like, politics. Um, and, like, Urgh. politics being very civil and very rational and, like, the best ideas. So this is Aaron Sorkin's best... fault. Yeah. Oh, I have seen, like, a meme going around of Matt Santos saying, yeah, I'm proud to be liberal. Liberals brought you yes, social security. Yes. And, da, da, da. and I remember like seeing that meme and seeing, um, oh God, Jimmy Smith's face and being like, he's an actor. What? And then scrolling down, seeing at the tiny print in the bottom, like the yes, West Wing and just being like, this isn't even freaking real people. Right. Right. Like, I am obsessed with the West Wing. I, I love it. the West Wing when I watch it. I'm only it, watching absolutely. it now. I'm very late to the party. I'm on the seventh season, so I got that Matt Santos thing right away. Yeah. But I'm like, also, if you're going to quote the West Wing, Sorkin was like long gone at that point. Let's quote some a bit earlier. Yeah. It's, you know. Well, but that's the thing is Aaron Sorkin's the one to blame for all of this. And, <gasps> but 
Yeah, so I mean, it's like the world that we don't deserve. Yeah, but and it's like that everybody's acting rationally. That like if you can just give them your facts and logic, then they will see it. And Vinick, the Republican candidate in that fictional election, he was like the Republican candidate you'd want because he was pro-choice and he was fiscally conservative and about like states' rights. Like he was like a rational person. So it was like two rational people competing for the highest office. Not Georgie. And so no Chinese food, son. I'm sorry. That is, and that, and and I mean, you can trace it to exactly what the Democratic Party did in the presidential election. Right. Is like, yes, obviously Hillary Clinton was smarter, better spoken, intelligent, could put together a coherent sentence. Like, she had all of these qualifications that, like, if logic and reason were the reasons that you yeah. voted, there's no way the dumbest right. person on earth could have beaten her. Yeah. And. But that's the thing. It's like, right. even Hillary Clinton believes in that West Wing vision of the world. And how long has she been in politics? Like, come on, people. Mm. And so this it's like, interesting. the people who are doing, who, who believe in the West Wing, it's like, it's I not really like Chinese food. Yeah, right. <laughs> really wants it. Yeah. Um, but, like, those people are actually running the show. That's terrifying. You know, like, it's not just, like, us being like, oh, yeah, of course I'm a fan of The West Wing. Like, it's great writing, and it I shows the Josh inside. Wayne. I love Bradley yeah. Whitford. His Twitter is Is it? Amazing. I don't follow him. His Twitter him, game, but... very good. I follow okay. all of them. <laughs> but, like, what? Right. But yeah, so the West Wing, I don't know. Like, it, it's, I've heard that theory, and it's really, if you really start to uh, yeah. think about it, it's like, yeah, that's. That's what's our. That's part of our problem right now. Okay, all right. I, I need to digest this a little bit, but this is this is hitting too close to home. Right, and I it's think hurting I, your feelings. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I think there. <laughs> I think there may be some truth in this, and it's deeply upsetting. Yeah. But anyway, course. so we we like to end on a positive note. On it's fucking personal. So what's your? I I understand you have a good thing to share with us, Bethany. About I have. This okay, week? so. On, um, and I don't know the name of the show, but it's like a British morning show. Okay. And Piers Morgan is on there, okay. who is like the biggest, dumbest idiot in yes, England. Yes, Um, he's like, I guess he's like England's Bill O'Reilly. He, he's, or he's a Sean Hannity figure. or something. Um, but he's like this, this conservative J-off and, uh. They had this woman on talking about the uh, protests against Donald Trump's visit, and um, she is an activist. She's a longtime leftist activist, Um, and he says something like, yeah, but where were you when Obama was visiting, and like, you weren't marching when Obama was visiting, and she and he was like, and your your favorite Obama, and she was like, I don't like Obama, and he's like, well, but... And this is going to be a very bad British accent, so my apologies that to all my it. British friends. That was it. No, no, no. That was, okay. that was the bad one. Okay. But so, anyway, he keeps going and, like, shouting over her and, like, mansplaining that, like, if you didn't protest Obama, you can't protest Trump or something. But she was like, but I was protesting Obama. And then he says, well, you're guy, Obama, Obama. And then she goes, I don't like Obama. I'm a communist, you idiot. And it was amazing. And it was on yeah. live TV in the morning. And yeah. Pierce Morgan got owned by, um, she was, she's an East Asian woman named okay. Ash Sarkar. Okay. And um, she's like a communist leftist activist. And mm. uh, it was just brilliant because he got called an idiot on TV. And I wish more people would call Pierce Morgan um, an idiot on TV. All right. I'll take it. That's positive. 
I will take it. So, anyway. How about yours? Oh, goodness. Do I have something Do you positive have one? this week? Nara. Ample Hills Creamery has delicious ice cream. Okay. This is not a sponsorship. That's just an unsponsored But if they club. want to sponsor us. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the politics of Ample Hills Creamery are, but. Well, the Ample Hills thing is, is it comes from like a Walt Whitman quote, so I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure I'm fine they with it. They must be good, right? Yeah. So, you want to pay me an ice they're, cream? They're probably I'm, owned by Nestle or something. I don't think so. I think yeah. it's like a real hipster, like a real grassroots thing. type okay. legit thing. But yeah. anyway, uh, Ample Hills, shout out. Shout ice out. Ice cream is delicious. Good. That's good. That's about all I got. Okay. So, right. thank, you for, thank you for joining great. us. Please rate us on iTunes. Uh, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Your friends. Um, yeah. And call someone an idiot on Twitter today. Yeah. Please, please do. And make sure that it's some conservative J-off. That's all that needs to happen. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye, guys. Goodbye.